Hello and welcome to the Happiness Injection with me, Shonet. And today I feel really buzzing, so hopefully this is going to be a massive injection of happiness for you. Without any drugs or alcohol, I'm going to get you off your head. And you know what? No calories are involved and that's good because... I've had to start running, which is not a happiness injection for me. But, you know, when you get to that point where you just think, come on, Jimmy, run. <laughs> that's just, people say that's wrong, but I think that's motivation myself. I like to run, feel my fat jiggle. Anyway, enough about that. We've talked about happiness and exercise. Today, I'm going to talk about kindness. And I'm going to talk about the how-to of kindness. Because do you know what? I was probably like you, watch loads of Facebook videos, YouTube videos on random acts kindness and I want the world to be like that, don't you? Like, wouldn't it be awesome if you were on a train and somebody started just laughing because that would just make me laugh but most people would be like, ooh, create the person on the train. But also, what about like when they go up and they give money to homeless people and oh, I'm going to video you and all that kind of stuff. And this is, people message me and I thought I was a kind person when I started this, but when we wrote Happiness, the Root Map to Inner Joy, have you read it yet? It's a fabulous book. When we wrote this, Dr. Happiness said to me, Jeanette, go out and be actively kind we call it random acts of kindness he said go out and do more random acts of kindness and I thought to myself why me but I thought no I'm a kind person like I hold doors open for people and then when they go through and don't say thank you I shout thank you (laughs) I was brought up properly um, but the thing is, most people think that they're kind, but actually I think it's just politeness. You know, if you let somebody out in the traffic, there's nothing nicer than they just lift their arm and say thank you. And then if they don't, I just rage behind them with my bumper to bumper, like doing aggressive faces in the wing mirror. I don't really. Well, I do. But the thing is about active kindness is a very different thing. And if you don't know how to, you can get into trouble. (laughs) So I wrote a list and it's on my website of like 30 days of kindness and I set out and I challenged myself to do like one a day. So the first one that I did, I like got a basket of balls and uh, like dog stuff and and pet stuff from the well not pet stuff it was dog stuff because people don't take the cats to the park do they well some people do but you know and round deer people walk the ferrets but that's another story uh and so I took this basket to the it was like a plastic box really nothing posh to the park and I put a sign on it what I'd seen on the internet and my son said one of my sons who was a lemon sucker said, ma'am, why are you doing that? People will just think that you're mental and vandals will come and they smash the box up and they'll eat all the balls. And I said, well, you're staying at home, so that won't happen. Um, and I made him come with me, actually. But when I put the box down, I started to have really negative thoughts. Like, what am I doing? Like, why am I doing this? This is crazy. Like, nobody's going to do it. Like, this is a modern world. People don't like each other. They, this is all the thoughts going on in my mind, okay? um, You know, people are just going to think, who's done that? People won't dare take them because they'll think they're stealing someone's balls, <laughs> which in itself is a, is another metaphor there. But, so I set off walking around the park with my dog and, and I walked around the corner and there was a man in like a barber jacket, which is posh in the northeast, and he had one of my 
throwing ball things from the power shop, not buying it, obviously, out of the box. And he was like, have you seen this? Have you seen this amazing thing that somebody's done? Like, they've left this basket of toys and you can take one and you can play it with your dog and like, and then, and then you can put it back or you can even take it home, the sign says. And he was like, so made up, this man. And this is the thing about kindness, right, that I'd read, that you're not allowed to say it's you, uh, which I find quite tricky. Um, so I, I went in a bush and I just like bit on a twig and then I came back out and I thought, wow, wow, wow. I just thought, wow, because like when you do your first random act of kindness, you just feel a bit like, wow, inside. It's a, it's an indescribable feeling, very much like drinking a hot chocolate on a really cold day with marshmallows and cream. It just, it just makes you feel so different inside. So I walked past the box and there was all these other dog walkers like, wow, look at this. Oh, isn't this awesome? Like, we believe in the human race. They didn't actually say that, but that's what they were thinking. And I got in my car and... I had this inner glow, not big, but just the inner glow that I'd started to notice. So I thought, you know what? And at this time, I didn't really understand about kindness and ego. So by this time, I thought, you know what? You need to ramp this up. You were nearly in the same league as Mother Teresa putting them balls out there in that park. So you need to ramp this up and go for top kindness. Now, top kindness is feeding the homeless, I think, feeding people on the streets, rough sleepers, I thought, right, come on, Google, what do you do? So I Googled it, you you get a bag, you you download the list, you go shopping, you cry in the shop because you think, really, do people not have toothpaste? Do people not have wet wipes? (gasps) How do you have a bath? How do you have a wee? Like, how do you have a number two? Do you know what I mean if you're living on the streets? Now, I'm saying that in a jokey way because it was my ego that was present at this point. So I said to one of my friends, I said, who I've been friends with for years, Helen, I said, Helen, let's go out. It was New Year's Eve and I said, let's go out. You know, we were feeling a bit miserable, both single, nothing really particular to do on New Year's Eve. She won't like me saying that, but it was true. And so we went out in the car and she said, what are we doing? I said, we're going looking for homeless people. And she was like, oh, right, what are we going to do? And I was like, we're going to give them this bag. I only had one bag and I didn't really think about it. So I'm driving around really slowly around a local town what does delicious lemon tops, no homeless people. And we started to have a really bad conversation. What now is actually comedy? Because she said, what time do you think they come out? Where do you think they go? Or like, is one door step nicer than another? Do you have a selection process? Where would you go? And we started like having this, not, funny really but funny conversation but there wasn't any people so we went to the bigger town as a football club um and we went there and we started driving around really slowly (laughs) and then behind the car the blues and twos come on because if you ever go out looking for homeless people you have to drive along the curb really really slowly and police officers may mistake that for (laughs) crawling me I'm a primary school teacher I'm like you know I said to her she's like oh my goodness we're gonna get arrested for feeding the homeless people I was like don't worry I have done a theme called people who help us I know how to deal with police officers we've had them in school so I wound down the window I was like police officer 
And he was like, ladies, what are you doing? And I was like, we are looking for homeless people. He was like, well, I'm just about to arrest you for curb crawling. So tell me what you're going to do when you find these homeless people. I was like, we've got a bag in the back and we're going to give them this bag. And he was like, not being funny, but it's New Year's Eve. Not going to be able to tell the difference between homeless people and revelers. I suggest you, you go home. I was like, no, officer, do not stop me from being kind. I'm on a mission. I'm writing a book and I've got to do this. He was like, well, please, can you just go to the shelter? At least I know if you go to the homeless shelter, you're going to be safe. So we did. We drove to this homeless shelter. And bearing in mind, we've got one bag. This is where my journey into kindness and happiness really started. Because as we walked through the door, there's only 48 beds in this shelter and 101 people were waiting to get a room, to get a bed. Families, people of all generations, people of all different backgrounds, people, just people, people, humans, without anywhere to sleep on New Year's Eve. And it, it I wasn't drunk, but it sobered me up in terms of my ego because... That's a lot of humans to me with needing a bed. And, you know, we might whinge about our mattresses, like even being seven years old, like, you know, and and actually, at least you've got a mattress. Do you know what I mean? My mum was like, your mattress is over seven years old. I was like, I know. And she goes, there'll be bed bugs, and those bed bugs will have seen some things in that mattress over seven years. I don't know what she was saying, everyone. Um, but... Now I'm glad I've got bed bugs because at least I'm sleeping with someone, you know what I mean? <laughs> but we had one bag, like 101 people. What were we going to do? Have a raffle. So luckily in the car, I uh, ran a nursery at the time. And so I had loads of hot chocolate in the car. So we'd made hot chocolate, you know. And this is when I really changed in terms of random acts of kindness because I thought, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to feed the homeless. I don't know how to truly be kind. And and if you want to be kind, it's about making a, a difference. A girl, I've just read a, a random act of kindness that a girl was in the doctor's and the receptionist was really stressed and upset behind the counter and she gave her a Foxy's glassy of mint. Uh, and this woman, a fruit, it was a fruit, not a mint. And the girl was so chuffed that she'd given her these Foxy's mints uh, fruits or whatever, big other sweets are available, um, because it made a difference. Now, that's a random act of kindness, right? So I thought, I need to go and find people who feed the homeless properly. So I went to London and I worked with the Sikh Welfare Awareness Team. They're called SWAT. They're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They are an amazing community of Sikh people who feed the homeless in London and Brighton and Birmingham and all over. Their model is growing so big. They do pop-up kitchens. I went to London. I was so fortunate to work on the food, um, on the pop-up kitchen. Uh, 450 people. It's making me choked up now thinking about it. Queued that night for food and I was on parsnips. They were not your stereotypical homeless people what people like oh well they're on drugs or they're drinking they weren't they were humans and even if they were on drugs and drink who can blame them not being funny but if I had to sleep on a street I don't think I would want to be sober or, or, or straight because I just think that you know we can't even I can't even imagine you can't even imagine 
So they taught me what to do and they said, Jeanette, go back to the North East, go and introduce yourself to the Sikh community. You know, in part of the Sikh religion, they teach kind of, oh, it's awesome religion. And so... I went back, I tried to make relations with the Sikh community and I couldn't, but I researched, I started doing research, you have to research, they said research what you try to do. And I realised that in the North East we actually have the lowest number of homeless um, people in the UK. I don't know whether it's cold or they just kind up north and they take everybody in, you know, I don't, I don't know, maybe it's warmer and it's better to go to London, to that London, um, maybe people still believe that the streets are paper gold. However... What I did find was when I talked to a head teacher friend of mine that one of the biggest things in the North East is, is child poverty. That's one of the biggest things. And for me, I've taught in many schools here in the North East and I know that children come to school and they don't have food, but they have breakfast clubs. One of the schools that we feed, the head teacher told me just yesterday that every single child in their school comes to breakfast club every single child in their school comes to breakfast club and they have breakfast and they have lunch and I said well what do you where do you think the problem is and he said I think it's the school holidays they don't have food in the school holidays and he said bar opening our school which obviously you know teachers need a break as much as anybody else he said I don't know what to do the food bank had so much demand in their area that it shut down the food bank, I'm going to say that again, had so much demand in their area, it shut down. So when we listen to the news and we listen to poverty and people, I've met people since doing this kindness um, acts that say, why would you do that? It's up to the parents, I bet they drink, I bet they smoke, I bet they do this. But do you know what? As a child, you don't choose what you're born into, do you? Like King George, Princey George, he's got fortunate in his choice. But not everybody's that fortunate. Not everybody wakes up in a warm bed. And so for me, kindness is about thinking about those people as well. That's the highest level of kindness. So we started doing hampers and we did it via donations. We did it via friends. We did it by all sorts. We put in money ourselves and we started off and we made 30 hampers. And this was a week's worth of shopping and it went to the school and the school distributed it to families. The feel, I never saw those families. I just packed the hampers and arranged the collections. But the feeling I got when those hampers went up to that school, because I knew some of those families, and I just knew that those children would have food over, over the half term it was. So we did it again. And we did it again, and we did it again, and we did it again. And two and a half years later, we just packed 100 hampers yesterday. And we packed it in the Aldi warehouse at the Aldi store. And the school came with the minibus, and we loaded 100 hampers for the May half term. 100 hampers. And today, I woke up, and this is what kindness does. When you are kind without expectation, it puts this glow into your body. A hundred families today are going to receive a week's worth of shopping. That to you and me, I'm trying to lose weight. I've got to do with somebody taking some of my food out of my cupboards. But they need that food and we've made a difference. And we have a patron for our charity. We are a registered charity now. And the happiness injection in kindness is just... I can't think of the word. Is 
contagious, it's infectious, it's addictive. If I ever feel really moody, and last week I had one week of moody lemon suckers, <laughs> you know, people just really sucking my happiness. But on Sunday, I knew everything was going to be all right because I packed those hampers. And on Sunday night, I was sat in my mum's garden, I was tired, and but I just felt happy. I, felt, I just felt inner peace, happiness, and that's what kindness can do for you. So my call to action is this. It's been a long podcast about kindness, but what can you do? What random acts of kindness can you do? Have you got some Frox's fruits that you could just give out? You know, Thursday this week, and you might be listening to this like a year later, but still could be Thursday this week. It doesn't matter what day I was recording this, but it's Lucky Penny Day. I'm going to go and put some money out about town. I'm going to just go and put little envelopes of money and just put enjoy. Maybe it's money on a parking meter, maybe money in a vending machine, maybe just leaving money on shelves in shops. I've done that before. And like, how awesome would that be to just find a pound in the pound shop? <laughs> It's just going to make your day, isn't it? I wish I had fivers. And I wish that in the future, my random acts of kindness could get bigger and bigger and bigger. But I know that my charity is now picking up real, real momentum to the point where Aldi is probably going to partner with us. And we have got so much recognition for the model in how we feed families in poverty that I'm hoping that with the connection that I've just made, the government will also recognise that this is a model that impacts. So my call to action is get out, be kind, feel the happiness injection and let me know what you do. Let me know how it works for you. And let me know if you get arrested. I will come and get you out. Okay, take care till the next episode. Bye. Yeah.